It's 721. <laughs> or 1921 in Arvin time. May 25th, 2018. Welcome to week 98. Sessions 476 to 480. With your host, Chinchilla Q, also known as you. Ugh, damn, let me do that again. With your host, Chinchilla Q, also known as DJ Skyler of HitRockerProductionsCM.com. Reese, why have we done this podcast? Because I got distracted. Not quite sure you guys could hear whoever is preaching. But the crazy thing is, it's not even here over on the block. <laughs> it's like a few blocks down. So whoever microphone system and stuff that is, that mess got good range. Audio good range. Because I'm like, who the heck is trying to preach in the next door neighbors or... You know, nothing wrong like that, but, like, somebody's just really passionate. I'm like, who is it? I walk up to the front, I'm like, hold up, ain't nobody here. And, you know, we hear different sound waves. It gets kind of less and less and less. So, when that was happening, I was like, hold up. And I'm like, okay, that's on the next couple blocks. That must be one of the churches that's on the side of the street. One of the major streets that's doing the preaching. Because it's loud. <laughs> or it could be the Jehovah Witnesses Church And you know they outside preaching I don't know something like that Wherever it is it got me off guard Of what I was talking about So we go jump to This week's post from May 21st To the 25th Told you guys last week I said Once we get into half of May The rest of this month will go by fast We gonna be done With May June's gonna be around the corner Next week <laughs> so we really think about it We think about it It's like dang That's like wow Then this year gonna be almost done So Get ready for it Yeah they had it Oh I know who that is I heard white men That's nation of Islam Good grief I don't know where they at on Western 30-something. But where were they at? They're loud. And they need to go home. So I can do my podcast. And not try to be hearing any riffraff about the white man done this and that and that. You know what? Before I get down to the podcast, let me say something. Trust, history has repeated itself and things of that nature. But to my brothers and sisters and stuff that still feel like that, here's the thing, y'all. Continue to empower yourselves and continue to push forward. Same thing for my brown people, my Latinos and things of that nature. Asians, Arabics and ones that are Muslim as well too. That are being um, persecuted, persecuted as well and being, you know, um, be hit with racism as well too. Like everybody pride yourselves as to the things that um, you've been blessed with to do. And just move on with your lives. Straight up. I mean, there's enough hate and bull crap in this world that we need to be hearing about it so I just want to put that out there other than that for this week's motivational podcasts I mean podcasts post you guys going to love it because the first one goes like this for Bless Mondays May 21st 2018 I said turn down the value for your pride it's a little bit too loud let me explain it I don't think you guys understand that bring down the value for your pride is a little bit 
loud. As entrepreneurs and business people, you know, let's not use the word business. Let's say as entrepreneurs in general, who, let's say entrepreneurs as working towards having a better life. Some of us do pride ourselves on the things in which we do. There are accomplishments and things of that nature. Some of us know how to say it in a unique way where it's more story driven, but it's true based and we, you know, teach others you know how to overcome such obstacles and things of that nature. We'll be humble, not being profitable about it. But there are some individuals that are in the same category of entrepreneurs, but they are the prideful type. You know the types I'm talking about. The ones that usually be the boss at your job because they are a worker slave and things of that nature who in general like to put like to tell people about the mistakes but don't want to tell folks about the accomplishments. Like to put folks in the forefront saying, Oh, this is what so 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 done that's wrong but get that evil pride which means, oh, I'm bigger than you, so I can say whatever the F I want to say in front of you and my lowly managers and my supervisors because I know they're not going to say anything because if they do, then I'm going to easily say, well, you guys go home, don't come back. and woo-woo. That's the pride I'm talking about. That's the pride I'm talking about to which you need to turn the value down if you're like that. There's a whole lot of accomplishments I've done in my life that, to be real... I don't really tell folks about it. Because I was called my younger youth, where we young, where we call prideful on certain things, on our accomplishments. And the funny thing is, we don't really don't be prideful. It's just sometimes how our mannerism is. But there are those who you can tell are very prideful because they'd be like, oh, they'd be like, look at the latest car I got. Look at the latest family. Look at the latest. Look at the latest. Look at the latest. Look at whatever that they have, and they just flossing around for everybody to see. That's pride. You see the cat with a nice Lamborghini and things of that nature. You know, you got the chicks around and stuff like that, with sunglasses. Try to look cool as fuck, but you ain't cool, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, look at what I got. And then a couple of days later, you see him in the accident, or you see how the car got repossessed and things of that nature, and. You know, you look at the same person and he's not looking like he was last week. Yeah. See, when your pride is too loud, God will be able to humble you to begin to bring your pride down. I do music and things of that nature, but a whole lot of folks don't even know that I do music. Which is crazy. I know little things about business here and there, and I'm still learning each and every day as I grow. But most folks don't even know that I know things about business, not until we get to a conversation, and then I drop the knowledge in the game, you know, humbleness, and folks are like, whoa, we didn't know that about you. It's like, yeah, you know. That's a Sagittarius, for those that believe in that bill crap, <laughs> and whatever. But a little bit as an introvert, you know, I kind of like keep to myself and things. And there'll be times where I just catch myself and not being prideful because, you know, I'll be like, hey, you know, I got a new album out, you know, try pushing the things. And I'm like, ah, right, no, let me just humble myself down. There are some times you do need to bring your pride out. Well, I mean by that, you do it in a good way where you love folks, you know. You're like, this 
is what I have accomplished. I put this way, the way you let your pride show is when somebody else is being extremely prideful and they're being very boastful. That's when you show your humble pride where you're like, you know what? We accomplished the same thing. We're in the same race. Thing is, I'm not allowed with mines because I know how to bring mines down. To the point which, if I really want to get that pride, pride, be like, look at me, look what I have done, rah, rah, woo, de, woo, de, woo, we could get down with it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you don't need to put yourself in that type of, um, that type of category because it's really not going to mean anything. Straight up. So with that, if your pride is a little bit too down, bring the value down. Because at the end of the day, humbleness goes a long way than anything else. Let's continue. On the Grind Tuesdays, I said, when you know what you want out of life, you start to never settle for the small things ever again. This is very true, and that's for Underground Tuesdays, May 22nd, 2018. The reason why I said when you know what you want out of life, you start to never settle for the small things ever again. I was talking to one of my homeboys who um, started his own cleaning business and things of that nature. And he's really excited about it. He started taking... I'll way, some of the things that he needs to do, and he already jumped on it straight up. And just taking care of business. You know, I'm listening to his accomplishments of what he's doing. You know, just a little small step, but even the small steps is actually big steps because you're living towards a freedom lifestyle. Like, we had a conversation where why should we work a nine to five, waste our time to the point which we can't get that time back, but we're wasting the time spending eight hours or whatever. Just doing mindless work, not really wanting anything major out of life. So I hit him with this. I said, "Bro, yes, people having barbecues and stuff, gonna make noise, whatever." But other than that, though, I had told the homie. I said, "You know, bro. I said, how about this? I said, oh, because we talk about." He said, about, you know, we make his first um, 20000 and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? No, no, no. He was telling me. We talked about that. Then he talked about something else. I mean, a story about how his homeboy has a um, cleaning business and he charged 24000 an hour and things of that nature. Got himself a nice contract. And I think less than a month, he paid around forty grand or something like that like before the end of the month. And the thing is, I told him, I said, you know what, bro? I said, it's kind of crazy. And I said, the reason why it's crazy because you could tell how much you're worth at your job just by looking at your income tax that you get each and every year. I'm like, nobody should not be worth 20 something thousand dollars of wasting your time doing the same mediocre shit each and every day. To the point which you look in your income tax, like, really? Like, this is how much I made last year? Like, I'm worth this at this job for the amount of work that I put in? For somebody to make that in a year, somebody can make that 
20,000 or more within, let's say, the end of the month or let's say in a week. The reason why I say in a week because it depends on the type of business that you do. To which if you make that in a week, it's like, yo, how did that happen? Easy. You don't settle for less. You go after what it is that you truly want out of life. You don't settle for the small shit. Another five is a small shit. Because me and the homie has said, for those that get fired from a job, why go back to a job? I know you got bills and things, but why go back to a job where that right there should be your hustle to get to accomplish you need to accomplish in your business? To make the connections, make the network, do what you need to do. I mean, you might find some folks at a job, really, you know, like I have found a couple people here and there, but you can find more people out literally, um, and I mean literally, just by handling your business and just really, you know, take care of needs to be taken care of. You can do that. Networking, making connections and things. I kid you not, before I was working, I had BS you not. 2010, going 2011. Online, when Facebook was started to get cracking. Well, Facebook groups. Me and one of my good friends out in ATL, out in Atlanta, Georgia, um, had created a Facebook group. Mind you, keyword said, he out from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm out here in California. That's a nice mile difference away. Created a Facebook music group for music producers and artists. Basically, anybody that was more entrepreneur side. This is where we start adding entrepreneur stuff to it. The business side of music because most folks, you know, they was just like, well, we want to do the A, B, C, D, F, and G. So the homie know a little bit of knowledge of some things. I know a little bit of knowledge of some of the trademarks and copyrights and things of that nature. And so we connected. We made a little group happen. And it was popping for a cool couple of years. And then life kind of happened, you know, with everybody. And everybody started branching off to their own things. But most of us still stay connected from each other. And we still been friends about damn near seven, eight, nine years. I mean, just off of a platform. But from that platform, that's where I started making the connections. I would have met the homeboy out from Kakuta in the year off of the little group that I had. I would have met my Brazilian connections out from the Facebook music group and then they had their own little Facebook music groups that I joined and I'm like oh snap I'm connected with my Brazilian people I'm like this is what's up because I always want to go out to Brazil which is so which shit so will be happening so you know or for my Scottish bro out of Scotland that is lives in the UK whose um rap album I still have still in the package and the dude's dope and, you know, I still connect with him from time to time. I mean, 
I wouldn't have made the connections even on the other cross of the world. I had not. I wouldn't have made the connections for my good folks out in damn. I almost had a trip falling like that. I would have made the connections for my folks out in Canada. Rule the game. If you do a podcast somewhere, socks and flip flops outside, where you know half of the ground's kind of rocky because you're liable to step the wrong way and hurt yourself. Wear tennis shoes because it makes your feet feel better. But other than that, though, I would have made those connections. By the time while I was really grinding, while I didn't have a job, I really was not settling in for less. I didn't, to be real, I did not want to go back to a 9-to-5 job. Because I was really like, shit, I'm close to where I need to be at. And then go continue to learn the things that we need to be. I'm like, we get a job, of course, going to make money, but it's going to hinder part of the progress of what we are doing. And I've said the story before, it did back in 2013, where I did not make a music album not to way later during the fall. And this is why Def- this is why my Death of a Falatino album started coming out more in the fall as opposed to Valentine's Day. Cause it was that one year. And the album was called Monochromatic, Chapter 3, Beyond Mind, Body, and Spirit. To me, I would say one of the greatest instrumental albums I ever created in all humbleness only because I had a whole lot of aggression inside each and every one of those instrumental tracks. We listened to the sound. We listened to Dreams and Realities, Chapter 1, which came out in 2011. And then 21 Chambers of Black Roses, which came out in Chapter which came out in 2012. We listened to those two albums. You kind of guys, actually, we start, we listened to Dev of Fat Latino, um, Value One, literally, just called Dev of Latino Value One, which came out in 2011 on Valentine's Day. We listened to that album, you listen to Dreams of Reality, Chapter One, and 21 Chairs of Black Roses, and then you listen to the rest of the albums, and then you get towards Monochromatic, Chapter Three. That's when we started to hear how my sound kind of changed a little bit. But once you hear that album, you kind of hear a little bit of the aggression. Like, yo, like, like, what was he going through? Just, like, I was just started working at LAX. Overnight. Living in Redondo Beach, which was cool. Because we knew the bus routes and the train to get over there or whatever. And plus, there's a safe area in Redondo Beach. So, you know, I could get home early in the morning and not to worry about anything. Uh, then little rednecks here and there that live in, you know, different blocks. But... They don't bother nobody. Comes to the territory we live in California, you have everybody else out here. But then again, anybody of any race is racist and things where they are ignorant or knowledge as to a culture. So, you know, that's cool white people on, on the neighborhood I was living in, so that's all good. Everybody was multi-diverse. So it was cool. It was chill. You know, love it. But, um... Far from that's working overnight, so I was burnt out, and I really had no creativity. The creativity and the grind that I had back in 2010, 2011, and part of 2012. Because it's like during the fall of 2012, like around October, when I started working again, and whatever. But, um, because I was still in school and stuff like that. But other than that, just having that dark energy of being burnt the fuck out, and then I'm like, man... Fucked on all this with the woo, and I'm like, bro, you gotta push your instrumental album out. Had to stop your music. Went in and pushed one of the greatest albums ever. 
to my knowledge, that I like a lot. Because it was, I mean, it fits the theme and everything. But before then, I was on the grind doing radio shows each and every night. I mean, just making shit happen. Because I did not want to settle for less. 9 to 5 to me was settling for less. Because, to be real, this may sound crazy, but I really like certain individuals tell me what I need to do. Because I'm a hard worker, that's what it is. And so, you know, I don't like <laughs> with certain bosses. Like, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. I mean, I'll be honest. I respect folks in those type of positions. You know what they need to do. Straight up. I respect them. But there are some of them, like I mentioned earlier, where they pride is out there. And I'm looking at them like, you need to bring your value down before you get your ass, before you get, before you get slapped. Because, you know, it's hilarious. It's like, okay, y'all, you being prideful for, woo, 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 woo. But I'm looking at you like, like, shit, I got more years than you when it comes to understanding business and everything. So how about you tone yourself down? And re-say, and re-say what he's going to say in a different way. But at the same time, like I mentioned before on my other podcasts, this is where you have those bosses that have been working a job for 20 plus years and they have not accomplished anything throughout the whole year other than just working for somebody else. Basically, like I said before, being a worker slave has somebody else something they need to do. Not being your own boss, but you wearing a title saying you are a boss. You're not... You're just bitch made by somebody else that's telling, that's give you instructions what the fuck you need to do, as opposed to how you need to do your own work. I really was not going to curse in this podcast, but <laughs> I'm sorry. That right, that little sentence I said right there, it kind of boils me because there's a certain boss in my job that kind of. It's on that type of need to bring its pride down a lot. Gotta see how you treat others. And I know he's fake with it on how he comes off. And he got he got more years over me when it comes to the age. When it comes to the wisdom of things of understanding business and stuff like that, got him beat. In all humbleness. Let's continue. <laughs> Let's continue. Let's continue. So from May 23rd, 2018, on Wednesdays, I said those who solve problems are usually the ones with a bigger bank account. This is the one I really want to talk about a lot. Because I was listening to E.T., the hip-hop preacher, and or E.T., Eric Thomas, Dr. Eric Thomas, I must say. Those of you guys know, who don't know who that is, Go on YouTube, type in E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, you see his old videos. Then again, if you ever heard the saying, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful, that is Eric Thomas, Dr. Eric Thomas right there, might you add, who has a Thank God It's Monday, um, I could call him podcasts or something like that, but Motivational, Motivational Take Action Podcasts, how about that, that he does on YouTube and things of that nature. And he's been doing it for a long, cool minute. I was listening to one of his um, success series um, podcasts that he did. That he got up on iTunes and everything. And I was listening to it and he was talking about, you know, 
those who have a big bank account are usually the ones that solve problems, are problem solvers. And I heard it, I heard him say it so many times, I heard it from other folks too, but and it really hit me till this week. You know when you hear something from somebody that's already right there to the point where you have to hear it a couple of times to understand what they're talking about? Yeah, this is because your mindset was ready yet, but your mindset gets ready for it. So once I heard it again, I was like, yo, I took a look at everything that we have went through and stuff like that from a whole nother perspective. And I talked to my good friend about that. I was like, bro, I said, those who solve problems usually have a bigger bank account. Actually, I talked to another good friend of ours. Because I was in the midst of talking to different people on my, on, my, on the iPhone, whatever, through text messages. So I was talking about the new Blackberry that's come out with one of my homegirls and everything. Now I was talking about something else with my other good friends about something and whatnot because their son lost her little AirPods case and they said nature. So to help her in the process, you know, how you try to charge up you know, the thing and how much the case costs, whatever. And then I was talking to the other homie about, you know, um, the business stuff. I was talking to the other homie about the business stuff, say you guys self uh, internship. And, you know, he said he might get it. I said, we as entrepreneurs, we never use the words if and buts might. I said, we use none of that. I said, what we do is say that we are going to get it and we go for it, period. You know, we have, to, we have to eliminate some words from our vocabulary once we're in business or entrepreneur straight up. And, of course, it's going to slip because it's human nature. But, you know, it is what it is. But I texted him, though. I was like, bro, I say, you know what? Because he was he said something to the text. And I was like, you know what? I said, we go through problems in life. And I gave a good example. I said, but we look at Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. They didn't just become rich off the products that they made just because they was like, oh, we want to make computers and iPhones, you know, things of that nature. No, they didn't just do all of that. They have solved the problem of how folks want to get more information out there. How can we build something or create something that would give point A to point B? Or like Steve Jobs, how can I come back to my company that annex me and told me I could do you know A, B, C, D, F, and G why the hell are all these ants out here oh cussed up the water oh and the flying oh, it's getting hot so the flying ants is having a little ceremony imps I think is what they call them nates something like that oh that's right it is getting warmer it's that time of the season if y'all can see what I can see these ants look like as if they having a um a prom session <laughs> with all the families out and everything. I'm like, where are all these ants just like literally coming from from the ground from? It's getting cooler, so all the little nates or however they call them is coming out. Nates is where it's where a certain type of um whatchamacallit. Nates is where they are the ants with wings, and those usually are the males and the females. To which they go off somewhere and all of them gather together, and then you have the males that mate with the females, 
ants and everything. The males die off, of course, and the females become the next queen. So basically, your next generation of queens in the process to continue on the legacy of the family. That's a deep analogy when you really think about it from that point of view. But other than that, though, so I'm like, why the heck they just come out like this? And I forgot. It's getting cooler, so, you know, they coming out, they doing their thing. Try not to get in their way when they flying off or whatever, because I want on them little buggers on <laughs> my jacket. But other than that, back to the Steve Jobs and things of that nature, like like with the iPhone. Folks just using flip phone and Blackberries. I talked to the homegirl about the BlackBerry because the BlackBerry got a new phone called BlackBerry Key 2, which looks nice. Because I remember back in the day when I had the Chirp phones by Boost Mobile, I wanted myself a BlackBerry because that little keyboard or whatever. And I'm like, damn, a BlackBerry looks dope. You still have the government agencies that still use BlackBerry 900s or the newer ones and everything and stuff like that because it's much more safe. You know, BlackBerry does have a safer... Um, secure information system to which everything is encrypted encryption means it's like a long password as it has a whole lot of syllables and letters together that you cannot really get into unless you are an extreme hacker and know how to hack into a program like that but that's another story for another day well then that some of the homie else like you know what do i said for c jobs to solve a problem for folks to get more information out and get more information to their smartphones and stuff like that. I'm like, Steve Jobs created the iPhone. I'm like, that right there was a problem for, problem for a solution, a solution for a problem that most of the phone companies at the time didn't know how to relate to. And so he was like, "Think I, I didn't, you know, didn't see it that way." I said, "Yeah, man," and it, it really hit me. It's like those that actually face problems and solve problems, truly. Truly, are the ones that have a bigger bank account, not the ones that's like, "Oh, I work hard for what I did." You know, of course, but through the process of working hard, through the process of working hard, they was able to solve problems and find solutions to those problems. More problems came, they found more solutions to fix it. I told the same bro. I said, "You know what? I said, well, we don't have problems." We get too comfortable. When we get too comfortable, that's where our goals and our dreams and aspirations get killed off. And the reason why I get killed off is because we are too comfortable in life. Because everything is now set. We live in happy ever after and things of that nature. And everything is all good. That's bullshit. And I start to realize that. That it is bullshit because of the reason we don't have little issues and problems that you cannot solve and find a solution. And guess what? You tend to, you tend to just be like everybody else. Everybody think they live in a happy dream, but the moment a problem or something happens, everybody crumbles. They curl to a ball. They don't know what to do, so they start crying or they start sleeping alone. They start drinking, start doing drugs, they start doing other stupid stuff. We're not realizing that that problem is actually a test. That test is going to push you towards. Where you need to be at. The test is going to push you towards greatness and get it up at a higher status. Of course, we all going to have problems in life. That's whatever. But how we deal with those problems, that right there is our story. 
And if you're in a corporation, you better learn and know how to deal with problems. See, colleges don't teach you this type of shit. We say they don't teach you this type of shit because they teach you how to be a worker slave for those that you work with. Of course, having a degree is cool. But as you see right now in the American economy and some economies around the world, you can have a PhD and things of that nature. But um, your job may not get you where you need to get to. Or you may not be able to land that job that you want to get for your profession that's on that piece of paper for your degree. So now, what tends to happen is that now, as opposed to, um, as opposed to, Getting where you need to get to in life. Guess what happens? You work at a Starbucks or something. And then you say to yourself, damn, I wasted all my time at school doing what? Not knocking anybody that's going to college and things of nature. I'm, I'm not knocking you guys degrees and stuff like that. I'm just saying. Bigger picture. Because let's say you do get the job that you want from the degree that you have. But a problem comes up and you don't know how to solve it. Now you're looking stupid because now you're looking scared because you don't know how to solve that issue. But the one that's been working at the job for some of the plus years that know how to solve major problems, knows how to get through them, and still has a smile on their face, look at happening things. You look at them like, what the hell? But then, you, but then they tell you, oh, I'm a problem solver. This is how I make my money. I solve problems and issues. I don't run away from, I challenge them. Then I accomplish. Get to that type of mindset, and I guarantee you, you start to understand money more better, you start to understand business more better, you start to understand life more better. And then you start to see why those that can take vacations and things take the vacations that they do. Because they know how to solve problems. So those with a bigger bank account are usually the ones that know how to solve problems. Let's continue. For Daily Tips Thursdays, May 24, 2018, don't overthink. In the words of Nike, just do it. Most of you guys are overthinking too damn much. You're overthinking too much on life, overthinking too much about how you pay bills, and this, this, and this, and this. Stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. Whatever it is you need to do, just do it. Period. Point blank. Don't need to tell yourself, oh, well, we'll do it tomorrow. No. Do it today. Whatever it is, do it. Just do it. Y'all say, what is do it? Hell, I don't know. Whatever it is you guys need to do and accomplish, just do it. Period. Just, oh, damn. <laughs> Reason why I said that, because like I said before, these ants are coming out. As well, baby crickets. I'm going to get off on this little rock part and things so these ants are not coming back into the house. That's why y'all hit me stomping on the little rocks and the little bricks. So the ants could get off my pants. Yeah, yeah. So the ants could get off my pants. See, I'm, I'm solving a problem right now. <laughs> that is now walking to the ants' nest because it's getting cooler. So these little fools is coming out right now. Because it's cool. And I'm not trying to step in these little trails or whatever, you know. Just try to, what you call it, 
make sure they do what they need to do. Because with the sun is out, you don't see that many ants out like that. Let you throw some water, then they all run out. But when it gets cool, that's when all the cool bugs and things come out. The flies go to sleep because they know they can't really fly in the nighttime. But that's where the other part of the life comes and things where spiders go ahead and really make their webs and stuff like that. And, you know, ants really do their thing. I mean, mostly everybody is usually active during night. Mammals and ants usually active during night. They're not active during daytime, which is ironic because we're more, half of us are more active in the daytime, but some of us is way more active in the nighttime. Usually it happens with me with music sometimes. I get more creative energy, like a creative burst of energy throughout the evening than I do the daytime. I'm really not a daytime person, just to let y'all know. I'm not really a morning person, to let y'all know. I actually like to get my sleep to where, where I wake up, I'm feeling great. Not where I get up early and I'm like, <laughs> you know. Other than that, though, go overthink shit. Just go ahead and do whatever you need to do and accomplish it. Doesn't matter if you have no money or not. I already gave you guys a story of how countless times these past couple of months, whatever, where we really have no money in our bank account was being a negative. I came to the conclusion on just like, fuck it, it is what it is. I still got my health. I still got my family. I still got the things that God has blessed me with. And guess what? I'm going to make something happen out of nothing. Because why? I didn't really have no funds to make $100 a month. Set up the sound system and everything at my job for the full month and everything, you know, doing the soundboard or whatever. Just being humble with that process. You know, even just with a little bit of money, was able to do a little bit of things I was able to do. But I was still pushing myself towards my goals and my dreams and what I wanted to do and things of that nature. You know, and stuff. So, with that, once I start, see my paychecks are looking big, but some of the expenses kind of taking away half of the shit. And then other things just randomly pop out or, you know, like I said before, friends, some family members be asking, like, can you do this? And then you try to ask for a bag, motherfuckers don't know hit you back up, whatever. <laughs> some do, some don't. But just in the process of that, though, it's like... I know how to be humble now. And if I am in a negative for the money, I'm just like, okay, cool. The banks is, you know, they playing games. Because I don't have this in my bank account, so why am I on a negative and I don't have this? It really makes you think. It really makes you think. But at the same time, no overthink shit anymore. Like, whatever it is, what it is. Either we're going to do this or we're not. That's it. We're going to do this or we're not. We're not going to do it? Cool. We are going to do it? Cool. If not, whatever. It is what it is. So, let's continue. And this one really go hit hard home, you guys. So, on Boss Ass Fridays, May 25th, which is today, 2018, I said, I know we talk about grinding out and working on your goals and dreams, etc. But always remember, you have one life to live, so live every day to the fullest. Here's the reason why I had created this one. And that's why I said this one's going to probably be a tough one a little bit. It's because yesterday was at my job. We was cleaning one of the bigger aircrafts, whatever, and stuff like that. And so it was like a whole, whole lot of crews that was on it, you know, which is knocking it out, whatever. I get downstairs because I was going to grab one of the little bins to put the, you know, the blankets in. So um, knock it off with a little jet bridge, whatever. 
Instead of drop, I look under at the aircraft and I look at the front nose of it. I saw a whole lot of, I'm not going to say which company it is, but I saw a whole lot of, you know, there are people out there. And I seen caskets get on an aircraft before. Usually from soldiers and things of that nature, they literally are marked differently. And I've seen how they maneuver a casket to fly out to the state that the person's from on an aircraft. Which sometimes that can be kind of creepy when you cleaning that aircraft, you know, because you're not quite sure. Well, some folks will believe it. But for those like me, know that spirits are real and things and stuff like that. Like, you're not quite sure that person's spirit is also going to be right on the aircraft because they're like, okay, hey, I'm riding back home. Well, God has allowed them to do that, you know, be here a little bit so they can see what's happening, you know, see the rest of their family before they finish it off to the afterlife, one or two places, straight up. But there was a young man that worked at that particular um, company, though, that... I seen this picture up, I think last week, whatever. I'm like, oh no, like something must have happened. I'm like, what is this kid's picture up? Found out that this kid probably could have been younger than me. But he looked young. Got in a motorcycle accident, passed away. So seeing his peoples and everything, like, I mean, the people that he was working with, they was, I mean, a lot of them was out there. Because I, I looked and I was like, black drape, it's a casket, flowers on top. I said, okay, they're doing a the memorial for him. And I thought to myself, okay, he's going to be flying on. Well, his body inside the casket is going to be flying on his aircraft um, towards wherever the destination is. And it really made me think, because over I work over at LEX, I said it before on one of my podcasts, where it's really a different spiritual energy there, where it's very dark. When I mean dark, I mean it's very dark. I mean, it brings the worst out of people. Well, I mean, you bring worse out of people. Like, for me, it make it, whatever kind of dark energy is there over at LAX, it makes me, on that, well, on the outside, where you work on aircraft and stuff, it makes me want to fight other people from the other businesses or whatever. And it depends on who the person is, because you do have a whole lot of, you have good people there, but you also have the assholes that like to cut you off and things of that nature. Where you're on the service road, things of that nature out there. The ones that, you know, talk down to yourself because they're big and bad because they've been working there for about the past couple of years. And you're just looking like, motherfucker, you don't know who I is and where the fuck I'm from. So if you want to catch these hands, we can go ahead and... Excuse my language, ladies and gents. You just seen the South Central side of me that just came out just now. <laughs> me saying that. That's why I said I was not trying to curse in this podcast. <laughs> but... My apologies. Okay, so let's get back to the topic at hand. So the topic at hand is with this. Seeing a young man in the casket, and one of our co-workers, she works for both companies, company I work with, and also the other company. Seeing her breakdown and things of that nature, but also just, you know, seeing like, just, just seeing the scene right there. I'm like, yo. And then I'm like, it's game time to do what needs to be done. I'm like, that's a young man that was working at this job. Found out he wasn't even from the state of Cali, but from somewhere else. Came out here. I ain't gonna get the details of, you know, out of here, whatever, but it's like, he wasn't from out here. But your body being flown back in the casket back to your family, like, that's hard. 
Next, I have a flashbacks to my great-grandparents' funerals and things the past couple years. And I'm like, ooh, it just brought back a certain heaviness. That hit. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> and I looked at the job, I'm like, I got to get out from here. I'm like, I got to do the things that God has blessed me to do and to create. And I'm seeing myself talk business to certain individuals who, you know, could be weird or whatever. Or, you know, folks be like, okay, so, so, misunderstand. You know, I can't really understand this person with the woo. But I know just from the Christian values, excuse my language. Like I keep saying before my podcast is I'm a Christian that's not perfect. You guys heard me cuss and stuff just a couple minutes ago. I'm not perfect. I'll let you know in a minute I'm not perfect, period. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not ashamed to say what God has done for me. Even when I had no money in my bank account and needed, you know, some money for, you know, for a little sum something or whatever, rather be food, whatever, and God came through. Don't know how he did it, but he came through for it. I'm like, yo, that's nothing but God. <laughs> Straight up. Even get it too from work as well. I work over at LAX, trust me. Most folks are like, yeah, I work at the airport, yeah. I work on the outside, it's dangerous. We have folks that don't know how to drive, I think it's a four or five, 110 freeway. And man, I mean, it's a whole different, whole different, whole different world. Gotta say, pray it up, literally, <laughs> or you will lose your mind. But just seeing the young men, I mean, because I didn't get close to the casket, like I said before. When I went to the funerals of my great grandfather, great grandmother, then uncle, I think last year or something like that. Or the year before last, it, I mean, it was just like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, I'm cool on that. Too much. Too much. Like emotional drain. And you feel it spiritually. It's a heaviness. But I said to myself, after seeing it, I said, I said, oh boy, was young. And it's coworkers of things. I'm looking at them, you know. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm looking at them, you know, and I'm like, yo, I'm like them other dudes. They older cats, and this is a young cat in this. And I could tell that. However, however he was to the cats over at the job, with that other job, he was truly loved. I mean, like, truly loved by all his co-workers. Old and young. Because that's how a whole lot of them break down. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I put it Even when they didn't cry, I see on their face. I'm like, man. And, it, and this was yesterday. This was yesterday when I saw this. I'm like, I'm like, that's the type of heaviness that... That's the type... That, that right there is the type of heaviness that really make you reflect on a whole lot of things. So even though we talk, even though we as entrepreneurs, we talk about the grind and stuff like that, live life to the fullest. I mean, you really do need to live, live life to the fullest. We're all not going to be here. I'm not going to be doing all these podcasts and stuff in the next hundred years and things of that nature. These still are going to be played in the year 2109, 2238, 23, 2405, 2507. 26-something, 21-13. <laughs>
y'all figure out why I said 2113, but don't worry about that. We're going to talk about that right now. But other than that, you know, things of that nature, like, almost like, you know, you hear about Harriet Tubman and things of that nature from the 1800s or whatever. But you still be talking about in 2018. So, stuff like that, you know, where, stuff like that, you know, where everything is going to come into motion. But here's the thing. If you're an entrepreneur, you're working a nine-to-five and things of that nature, you don't have time to waste to do what God's called you to do. What you need to do is you really need to get on your grind handle your business. Even if you don't have no money in your bank account, it really doesn't matter because, to be honest, most businesses that actually get started are usually the ones that get started where you don't have no money in your bank account. When you do have money in your bank account, guess what happens? You can start off the business and whatever, but at the same time, you don't have that part of that passion. You don't have that hunger, that drive to where you need to get to. So what you need to do is you need to boss up, make something happen, and just continue to push and make things get forward. Seeing the young man's casted by the aircraft before they had lit the platform up to put him in the belly of the aircraft and things of that nature to shift his body off to wherever state he was from. Seeing that was hard. And I'm like, you know what? We don't have as much time as we think we have. We keep getting up each and every morning thinking that, okay, we will go to work and do this. Like, tomorrow could be to shit. Even, I'm, I'm put this way, because I just seen the vision of me doing a seminar, and I'm telling folks the reality. And the seminar that I has envisioned was this. I'm telling folks straight up, you do not have as much time as you think that you have. Because somewhere, someplace, right now, somebody is leaving this earth straight up in the hospital or through some other circumstance. Somebody is somebody has passed on to the other life. Of course, life is reborn through newborn child. A baby that has come to this world to take the place of another that has been called back to the other realm. I let you hear the crickets for a reason. Because that's how quick it is. When I had a vision, me saying that to a grand stadium of individuals, it was peaceful like this. Well, except for the coffin, the stuff, whatever. But yeah, it was peaceful like this. Because folks is now realizing, oh, snap. You know, we pumped up. Hey, about to, Q about to do his thing. He about to say this. Hit you with that one thing. And everybody is quiet and shut up. Reason being, because everybody is now realizing, oh. And it's like, yeah, that oh lets you know that you don't have as much time. Trust me when I say that I've been kind of rushing the past couple of years a little bit trying to get things done where I don't have the inspiration to do things because I know that getting older, I'm 30 years old, I'm like, I could look up and be 35. Like, I'm not trying, that's just why I keep telling myself, I'm not trying to stay over at LEX for another year. 
October be six years. I'm not trying to stay. Shit, I ain't trying to stay for the rest of June or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you're going to need the money for this and this and this. I'm now looking like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm not trying to stay. I'm trying to get the music back popping up and everything else I'm doing. That guy's blessing with. Why? I can make more money doing, doing that in a day. Period. Then I'm making two weeks. Make it 15 something an hour. And then my paychecks be gone to food, you know, that I, what's call it, buy in bucks, whatever, you know, so I could try to have for work. So I won't buy nothing from work because it's very expensive to eat upstairs over at my job. And then, you know, little bills here and there, things of that nature and other stuff. So it's like, it's like, why go through the same cycle and then get up? early in the morning to go to a job that I now truly dislike with a passion to the point where we have to really pray that we have a cool day because if not my attitude shows when I don't say anything and my face like like my entrepreneur like my entrepreneur buddies I be talking about and wants to have a fun conversation about they be like, bro, you good? Whatever they seem like, bro, you good? Be like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm just peaceful. You know, I just don't want to be here right now. They be like, bro, wherever it is, you know, just don't worry about what they'll do. I'm like, yeah, I know. But they be, or, or they be like, bro, you like, you want to beat somebody's ass. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm like, if so, so on other companies, you know, don't stop messing with us and woo, 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 woo. You know, part of the hood comes out of me sometimes. But it's that spiritual energy, which I need to bring now. But then God will remind me. It's like, bruh. It's like, chill. Chill. He's like, you still got to show image. He's like, you still got to show me through you. Even though, you know, you're behind me, set tripping at work sometimes. But, you know, you need to humble yourself. And especially you talking business with your people. It's like, bruh, you need to tone down a little bit. Oh, trust me, God God will talk to you. You hear God's voice. When you hear his voice, it's, it's, trust me, he'll, he'll, humble, he'll humble you real quick. He'll humble you real quick. It's not no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he will. Trust me, God know how to humble us real quick. And it's, it's, it's no joke either with it. It's no joke with it. Straight up. So with that, though, ladies and gents, or just with this podcast alone, from the topics that we had discussed, I just want to say this to you guys. Truly appreciate each and every one of you for listening to these podcasts each and every Friday. I'm going to try to get a new way up to which I have it up on the website ahead of time. I used to do it before now. It's like, you know, let me do everything on a Tuesday. Because on, usually on Tuesdays, I'm like fully productive before going back to work. There's a reason why I do have everything set up on Tuesdays. And so that we can get ready to go to work while you're up, but we still be tired. <laughs> you know. But other than that, though, hope you guys learned something from these topics today. Because like I said before last week and the week before last, whatever, I don't, I don't just say it just to say it. I say it because I also tell my, remind myself as to why I'm doing this in the first place. But with that, hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Have a blessed Memorial Day as well. 
understand what Memorial Day is really about. I said this last year and I say it again. I truly understand what Memorial Day is really about. It's not about just barbecuing, have a day off stuff. No, 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 no. Folks die for the freedom for this country and things. You know. Soldiers younger than me and things of nature that went to different wars died fighting for what they believe in. So don't take that for granted. Especially if you live in the USA. Don't take that for granted. Despite Trump's dumbasses in office, but that's a whole nother story for another day. But other than that, other than that, don't take things for granted. Boy, when you work on aircrafts and all the cleaning, you can really see the clarity of somebody's window open, somebody's window is closed. Just by the little light that shines. <laughs> so with that, you guys can follow me on my social media sites and my website at hitrockerproductions.com. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to today's podcast. Hope you guys truly enjoy it. Hopefully the last part of the podcast, which I was talking about, really resonate with some of you guys. To really start get working and get things done, period. You don't have as much time as you think you do. So with that, go ahead and make things happen. It's your boy, Chinchilla Q, also known as Q Moore of HipRockerProduction.com. Saying peace, sayonara. Catch you guys on the flip side. One love, I'm out. Deuces.